0: Well, I'm back to the Swish Podcast. I'm Jake. And
1: I'm also Jake. And today, we're back with a very special episode. We have Super Bowl-winning QB Brad Johnson. Brad, what's going on? Thank you for joining the podcast. It's such an honor to have you on. How are you?
2: I'm doing great, man. appreciate you guys reaching out and letting me be on your podcast. So we'll have a little fun here. Thank you.
0: No problem. Let's hop right to the first question, which is, what got you into football?
2: What got me into football? I love sports growing up as a kid. I played football, baseball, basketball, and I did all kinds of sports, two-square, ultimate Frisbee, anything. But I had a love for throwing things, a rock, a baseball, but especially a football, something I was really good at. And the more I practiced at it, the better I got. And I started playing quarterback position probably about the fourth or fifth grade and then had some great coaches along the way. And uh, I just love calling the play in the huddle. Uh, Axe, double right spirit, Larry 735, H-Pump, double cadence on two. You shift to green left to SF short. Spire 2, wide banana, Z over, heads up for 359 smoke. Love calling the play in the huddle. I love um, making the reads, and I love throwing the football. Love scoring touchdowns.
1: So when you were, like, developing, were there, like, um, any, like, quarterbacks kind of modeled your game after you kind of looked up to? When
2: I was real young, um, when I was, you know, kind of growing up in uh, – like fourth and fifth grade kind of stuff. There was a there was a guy named Roger Stallback who played for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. He won a couple of Super Bowls, and I love watching him play. I love watching uh, Joe Theismann play. But as I got going in high school, the guy I kind of liked watching at that time was a, a big, tall guy, and a guy like myself was Vinny Testaverde, who won who won the Heisman at the University of Miami, and then won a national championship, uh, and then uh, then played in the NFL for like twenty years or so. So. He was kind of – those are the kind of the guys I looked up to kind of growing up through middle school and high school.
0: So our third question for you, Brad, what do you think that whole recruiting process was like before you eventually committed to Florida State?
2: When I was going – when I was growing up, there wasn't social media. So it was, a lot, it, was, it was a lot tougher, to be honest with you, because you didn't even know who was on the roster at Florida State. Um, you didn't know all the other quarterbacks. Um, as you hoping that schools would come by and recruit you at your own high school, the only way that you would get attention was if, um, basically if the coach came by your school or if he sent you a letter, a handwritten letter, now you get texts and social media on Twitter and Instagram and, and all those kind of things. So, um, but I love Florida state. I thought they had a great, great coach and coach Bobby Bowden, who's a legend, won over 355, 360 games. And, um, I just thought it would be a place that they could build me and mold me into the player that I wanted to become eventually.
1: So just what was your whole experience there? Like, what did you learn? And, like, what was it like
2: playing in the Florida State? I loved it. When I first went there, I was an All-American coming out of high school. And I thought I'd be the big, the big fish in a little pond. Instead, I was a little fish in a big pond because there were three or four other All-Americans there also. And so I went there hoping to be first string. I actually went there being seventh string. And uh, so I had to work my way up. My first year I was red shirted. My second year and third year, I didn't get to play at all very, very little. And I started my fourth year. So as far as playing time, I didn't get a lot of time immediately. And, uh, but I had a lot of respect for the coaches I had and coach Bobby Bowden and coach Mark Rick and had some great, great teams. We won over 10, 11 games every year, went to all the big bowls, Fiesta Bowl, and Sugar Bowl, and Cotton Bowl, and all those kind of things. So competition was very steep in practice. Yeah, to earn your playing time, but I think it made me who I was and molded me who I was as a quarterback and player, and the guy I was that you know later on had a, a long seventeen-year career in the NFL. So,
0: what was it? What was that whole draft process like? Eventually, being drafted by Minnesota Vikings in the ninth round in the NFL draft.
2: When it, when I came out in 1992, there was uh, there were only twenty-eight teams in the NFL. Now they're thirty-two. Now they had seven rounds, and when I got drafted, there were twelve rounds. So. I didn't play very much in college, I only started like six games my whole career at Florida State so I didn't know if I'd even get drafted. And, uh, but uh, when the season was over, our last hit game, I just I worked hard, I, I ran sprints, I lifted weights trying to get ready for the combine. And then the, then the scouts would come by at the school and see me throw and those kind of things and then um, I was just hoping to get drafted. So. I got drafted uh, the 227th pick ninth round to the Minnesota Vikings. I was the 14th quarterback that was drafted that year. So uh, a lot of great quarterbacks and I was just fortunate enough they took a chance on me. And and to be honest with you, because I didn't play much in in high school and college, the guy that actually drafted me, was his name was Jack Burns. He was a a coach at at the time when I grew up in Black Mountain, North Carolina at Owen High School, he recruited me to come to University of Louisville. So uh, never burn your bridges. And uh, just be thankful for those guys that you meet along the way, because uh, I didn't know I, I didn't have a clue about him that he's even watching me. So Jack Burns actually drafted me uh, five years later after recruiting me uh, through high school.
1: So obviously you were like a later round pick. So what was it like working your way up to eventually becoming an NFL starter?
2: It was tough. There was a big thick playbook when I got there. Uh, how to call plays in the huddle and learning different coverages and. You know, it it was tough just to learn the playbook. It was was hard because I wasn't a first round draft pick and they didn't give me a lot of opportunities to get a lot of reps with the first or second team kind of guys in training camp, not alone in the season. So my first two years at Minnesota Vikings, I did not get a snap in practice um, when the season started as far as um, with the first team or with the scout team. There were two other quarterbacks on the team when I was there, Rich Gannon and Sean Salisbury. So I kind of had to learn by watching them and I did a lot of throwing on my own uh, just to kind of prepare for when my opportunity came. So it was tough, but my dad told me a long time ago, it's better to be prepared and not have an opportunity than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. And so by that, I just had to do the work and then eventually I got my chance. And that's what happened with me with the Minnesota Vikings.
0: So what was it like getting to play in that NFL Pro Bowl in 1999, being able to know that you're one of the top, what, six quarterbacks in the whole NFL. So what was that like playing in that special game?
2: Pretty awesome. As a kid, you grow up watching, uh, watching games, you know, Sundays and Monday night football and having legends of the game of Dan Marino and Troy Eggman and John Elway and Phil Sims and Joe Montana and Steve Young and all those kind of guys, and you watch them play those games and you watch them play for Super Bowls and then, then they get the honor of being one of the top quarterbacks and playing in the Pro Bowl also so um, I got to play in the Pro Bowl twice. Um, it was after the season was over, and we got to play in Hawaii. And you get to play with the elite players, the best players in the NFL, and you get to say, you know, for a short term that you're one of the best players and got got that honor to be, uh, to be voted in, to play in that game. So it's a pretty cool experience.
1: So just what was that whole 2002 season like? You know, you guys had an awesome regular season, and then eventually you guys went on to win the Super Bowl. So what was it like accomplishing, like, like every kid's dream of winning a Super Bowl?
2: You Said it, it's every kid's dream, it is every kid's dream, and it was a dream of mine. And starting when I was in fourth and fifth grade, just playing and how to learn how to take a snap and being a part of a team and and all those kind of things. And so, uh, you know, earning a position in high school and then getting a, a scholarship and then getting drafted like I did, it was really those are unbelievable accomplishments. But, um, but the year we won the Super Bowl 2002-2003 is an incredible year with the Tampa Bay Bucks. It was, Uh, We had a new coach in John Gruden, and he he challenged us that we were going to win the Super Bowl, and we were 12-4 and in the regular season, and then we got hot in the playoffs. We beat Philadelphia on the road. I mean, we we beat San Francisco at home, then beat Philadelphia on the road, and then played the great Oakland Raiders in the Super Bowl in San Diego. So, um, you know, to have the confetti fall on your face, it's pretty awesome to sit and say you're going to go to Disneyland and Disney World, and a commercial is pretty cool, too. So. It was a dream come true for me, and thankful that I could say I was on a, I was a world champion.
0: So, what was it like playing for such amazing, playing with such amazing players, including Mike Allstock, Keyshawn Johnson, Keenan McCardle, Warren Sapp, John Lynch, and many more players under John Groom? What Was that whole season like?
2: It was awesome. Uh, we've had three three players already get inducted to the Hall of Fame with uh, John Lynch, uh, Warren Sapp, and Derek Brooks, and uh, and then hopefully we we'll get uh, Rondé Barber. Uh, hopefully he makes it, and then Simeon Rice might have a chance also. But we had a lot of great players, and like you said, Kenny McCardell, and Keyshawn Johnson, and Joe Vicious, and Michael Pittman, and the list goes on. So it's pretty awesome. But you have to have great players uh, to compete at that level. But what you find is guys that love football, guys that love to work at it, and we got better. We had to learn. We had to learn a new system under John Gruden that year, and just learning the terminology was tough. But we kind of grew into it as the year went on. We got better and better. And, and we just fed off of each other's uh, contagious attitude to win and to love the love to win, love the work. And then we all knew that we had to win a Super Bowl to accomplish what, you know, like our, our lifetime dreams of, of wanting to be that.
1: So what is advice you would give to like up and coming players who want to make it big in professional football?
2: I would say get great at your craft, write down your goals, um, find ways to get better learn from somebody besides uh, just yourself, you know, learn from the, learn from wa- watching others, learn from watching it on TV, just get better and find your passion of what you can do and then make yourself the best possible player you can be. And I think having no regrets, a lot of times when people's careers are over, they're like, man, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have worked harder. I wish I would have studied more. I wish I would, I like, don't, don't wish, do, you know, <laughs> that needs to be a slogan. Don't wish, just do. And, but and then along the way you're gonna have you're gonna have some you're gonna have some adversity. So embrace it. Go ahead and expect it. You know in golf you're not gonna make every putt. You're not gonna you know every now and then you're gonna knock a ball out of bounds. You know in football you're not gonna win every game. Uh, you're gonna get your butt kicked sometimes. But embrace it. Love it, have a passion for the game, and don't have any regrets for what you're doing. So uh, enjoy and I tell you just enjoy the process of of being with your teammates, and becoming as best as you can.
0: So we're going to have four quick rapid-start questions, not fully related to football, but some are. And our first one, what do you think your favorite hobby is or something to do besides football?
2: I love playing golf, and I love making uh, trick shots on TikTok with basketballs.
1: Um. So what would you say your favorite stadium you played in in your career was?
2: I love playing at uh, Lambeau Field up in Green Bay. Um, Great crowd. Loved it. A lot of tradition. Pretty it was awesome.
0: What do you, so what is your favorite sport to play with football?
2: Well, basketball is. Um I love love playing basketball. I can't play as much now because I'm older. So the, the sport I do more often now is golf.
1: So our final question is, what would you say your favorite sports movie is?
2: Wow. Got so many um I'd have to tell you, uh, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you three, okay? I love Miracle on Ice, about the 1980 Olympics. I love uh, Hoosiers, the basketball movie, and and then Rocky Balboa. <laughs> I love Rocky three. So those are my three three favorite sports movies.
0: So that's gonna pretty much wrap up our with you, Brad. Thank you so so much for hopping on, and we really appreciate it. And have a great rest of your day. Thank you.
2: I appreciate you guys reaching out. Thank you, thank you guys. Best of luck.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Bye for the next
1: episode.